So last time we played, the team had approached, well, they were looking for a, an entity um, in the hills near Wyvern Tor, where they had just defeated a band of orcs, and, an, and in their search for this entity's lair, they stumbled upon a tent that was set up um, just a number of feet away from an old crumbled uh, tower of some sort that also had a well, just, you know, standard-looking well outside. So we're outside of a normal-looking well. <laughs> yeah, you. the, the less uh, standout-ish feature, it would be the normal-looking well. And Corbin had sent his familiar Mr. Weaselbottom. What's his name again? Cubbins. Cubbins um, into the tent to scope the place out and discovered there was a man in a red cloak, a hooded cloak, in there dealing with something, hollering about some... some. And inside the uh, shambles of the old tower... We also discovered a number of undead creatures, and that's where we left off. So what is everybody going to do at this point? So the well is the black circle? Affirmative. Right. Uh, can I go... go ahead. Just a heads up, um, I updated the game notes at the end of the last game, so you guys can read that and re-familiarize yourself with anything you forgot. Oh, thank you. Beautiful. Okay, so it's your guys' uh, move now. I believe the last thing that happened before we stopped last time was uh, having come out of his vision, uh, my character asked everyone else if they wanted to just basically set the whole place on fire and run. Okay. And Kogliostro uh, okay. actually readied a firebolt, which I don't know if we're going to end up using or not. We had not decided on that yet. I don't think that was me. That... No, it would have been done. Oh, yeah, it was done. I actually have it in my notes. Well, I want to go take a look inside that well and using my advanced dark vision to see inside of it. Is that a perception roll? Investigation. Okay. Looks like the inside of a well. Oh, well. And I go to rejoin the group because I'm squishy. I told you the well was moldy. Anybody else want to do anything? Yes, I, as you approach the um, the well, the zombies notice you. Good. And as you leave the well, they begin approaching. They're just lumbering, like, and moving towards you. That's better than the running zombies. Well, good thing Dawn critted on that fireball. And as they approach, they start to make more noise. Not violent or aggressive noise, just audible, almost signaling. Ugh! Ugh! Uh, and oh my god, I accidentally deleted it. Control Z, bruh. Sometimes it doesn't work on here. Sometimes, most of the time it does. Sometimes it doesn't. It's very frustrating. Are we trying to be stealthy right now? Uh, I mean, you just kind of walked over the well. That's that point. Is these zombies know we're here? Oh, for sure. Oh, yes, for sure. If they know we're here, or no, they. Yes, they don't know we're here. Yes, they definitely know that we are here. They they are walking after Mike, and they are signaling. Okay. We're not in combat? 
Not as of right now, no. Alright, so what I'm gonna do then is do rest or anything like that after the last one. We camped, right? Yes, we did. You guys ended up sleeping in that camp. And so I'm gonna give myself uh, mage armor and my armor of a Gathus of myself up. Okay, pretend like this dude's red, not green. Native American? I'm sorry, what? No, ass. He has on a green cloak. <laughs> I said, imagine like he's red. Not, his cloak is red, not green. Okay, just making sure. I got you. So, uh, um, a humanoid figure walks out of the tent on cue and uh, comes around and sees a lot of you standing there and says, uh, well, hello there. What are, you, what are you doing around these parts? And as he comes out, the zombies um, stop making the noises. Um, there's still an occasional brother, but not in an alarming type. Hello there. Hello. Are, are these your friends over here? They are, they are my, um, what you might call servants. Servants. Are you a practitioner of the dark arts? Uh, some, some call it that. I can't just call it necromancy. I don't deal in darkness or anything evil, but, um, there's something I can help you with. I'm these, getting these servants. The beginning of what you said cut off. Huh? You, I didn't hear the first couple words of what you said. How did you acquire these servants? They're not evil. Um, they were here when I got here. I just brought them back to life. Yeah, well, I guess that's not so bad then if you just found them. Yeah, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm just a man. I cannot select my player icon. Token. Can you select that one? Yes. Okay. So at this point, it seems like danger is at least temporarily averted. So I'm going to walk over everybody else and say that we are trying to find our way. Oh, um, where is it? Or maybe I could uh, punch in the right direction. We're trying to get to Agatha's lair. Is that so? Yes. Says I too would like to seek counsel with the one that they call Agatha. Do you have a uh, question for her? We are on a quest that was given to us by a holy woman. Hmm, I see. A noble quest indeed, I'm sure. Says, well, what do you know of this Agatha? Really, the guy who's worst at talking is the only people, the only person who's talking? Okay. Um, I know that you're the smart one. I think you would know the most about Agatha. Yeah. You're the uh, the resident smart guy, so. Talk nerd. To be honest, I don't know a lot about her. I just know what we were told by the holy woman. She would very much like to seek her cat. And I am interested in all things arcane. And therefore would like to see uh, a force like that with my own eyes. Ah, fancy yourself a wizard, do you? I mean, I have few degrees but yeah i i too am a, I'm a man of study of the arcane uh what's your favorite school uh i've been studying mostly conjuration lately though i have some interest in a few other factors uh mostly alchemy ah i haven't gotten into the uh chemical part um obviously i practice necromancy as we said 
that's why I um, was also seeking counsel with Agatha. I'd like to uh, ask you a question about this old tower here. Uh, supposedly, this tower was created by an ancient wizard of, um, how do you say, very high power. Um, but the name of the wizard it seems to have been lost uh, to in the history. And a creature like Agatha um, isn't, how do you say, confined by knowledge of history. They have a certain um, access to other forms of knowledge. Well, um, I don't really know where Agatha's lair is. I know the general direction. Um, you know, I was going to head there in the morning. We have this map, but we don't know where on the map we currently are. Oh, so we have the opposite problem, it seems. That's my understanding of our, our current map. We don't have the place we currently are listed on, even though we see it on our game. Right, yeah. But we have lair listed. Okay. Uh, he says, "Well, we are only a couple miles from the from the Tribor Trail. Uh, about ten, ten or fifteen. Uh, about a day's day's trek, give or take. You know, with the terrain. If we were able to get back to Tribor Trail, then we would know where to go from there. Once we got our exactly. He says, and he points in a direction." Uh, uh, which is about north, north, slightly west. He says, uh, that's the most direct path to the trail. You would pass through the ruins of an old town uh, called Connieberry. He said, uh, you didn't happen to run into some orcs on your way over here, did you? Well, I did run into a pile of them. And a bloody ogre with them, too. Yeah, must be the same ones. Were they important to you? No. Well, I guess important it depends on how you define them. <laughs> Are they going to be missed? No. No, quite the opposite, I assure you. Good, good. Because they, uh, they were hard to put down, but we got them put down. Oh, you took care of them yourselves? Yes. Well, they're in the way. Well, I, um, was just on my way, in addition to looking for Agatha's lair. To uh, find uh, some people, I don't know, whoever was willing to do it, to take out those orcs. They've been nothing but a nuisance to this area for the past several months now. And I had gathered a couple items that I was going to use as payment. Um, I'd like to offer them to you instead for taking care of this nuisance. Mm, nay, menace. Well, that'd be very kind of you. Oh, I'd be, be my pleasure, I assure you. And he, um, like, takes his hand and he waves at the zombies to, like, go back to the town. But then he takes one finger and he points at one of them, and then that one comes to him. Oh, sweet. So he brings the frog guy over? Who's the little frog zombie? Who's the little frog zombie? What's that? It's actually a ghoul on the, on the game master I apologize. No, it's fine. Who's a little fucking ghoul? And then he, uh, you see them, like, talk to me or communicate, but not verbally. And then the zombie goes around the corner, 
goes inside the tent, comes back out with a pouch, and the man grabs the pouch from him, and then he waves him, shoes him away, just like he did the rest. He says, ah, here they are. And he begins to approach you in a direct and unthreatening way. He says, I've got this jewelry box. And he grab, reaches in the pouch and he grabs this little jewelry box. And it's got, um, it's made out of some sort of silver, silver metal. And it has little jewels um, around the rim of the lid. It's a, just a, you know, open shut kind of, no, nothing fancy to it um, as far as mechanically. But it does have the, the jewels around the rim of the lid and one larger jewel on top. It's a very pretty case you have there. But it's quite exquisite, if I don't do say so myself. So what's inside of the box? A, a ring. A ring? I'm intrigued. What kind of ring would be in such a lovely box? He hands, he hands you the box and says, take a look at it yourself. And what do I have to roll? Uh, nothing. Nothing? I open the box. Yep. It opens oh, right, right up. Back. What, Corbin? Step back. Okay. What did you say? Cut out for me. I didn't say anything for you. I said Corbin. Uh, you open the box, there's one ring inside. It's gold, and it has um, some arcane scriptures on it. Hey, smart boy, come over here. I need you to take a look at this. <laughs> Whoa, zippity doo dah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you oh, say man. the word arcane, and I'm just like, what the fuck's up? Can you tell me anything about this? Can I tell him anything about that? Give me an arcane check. Okay. <laughs> and fail. And uh, no, I can't. Bam. Nice. Nice. Uh, you definitely recognize the um, little emblems on it as arcane hieroglyphs. Um, just by looking at them, you can't exactly tell what they do to the ring, but you can tell that it is definitely does possess some sort of enchant. I'll ask the uh, main holding the box. So what is this ring? What does it do? I don't exactly know, but um, I recognize those characters on there as being some sort of magical enchantment. I, I don't know exactly those runes themselves, what they mean, but it definitely bears some sort of magical uh, capabilities. All right, not to think, is, is there anybody in our party that's stupid enough to put it on? I'm going to transcribe those runes in my one of my many notebooks. Perfect. Have a little trouble, boy. So, any takers on being stupid enough to uh, put the ring on? Don volunteers herself. Don does. Our dragonborn has suggested I put it on on Coven's. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that would actually work. Some things only affect humanoids. Oh, might as well get this one knocked off the list then. Let's go and put it on Coven's. Come here, Coven's. Who's on Coven's? How are you going to put on a ring to the Coven's? Over one of his legs like a little bangle. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, Chris. We're at a party with a person that's half dragon and we just encountered a bunch of zombies, and we just got done fighting an ogre, and you're wondering how the hell we're going to put a ring on a ferret? And pissing on bandits? He's a weasel. Yes, I'm, I am. Valid point. Valid point. Oh, there you go. Dribble. The same ideas. 
we can just put it on one of his limbs, like a little bangle, and then if it doesn't do anything, then we'll know it probably doesn't work on anything besides him. Alright, let's do it. Okay. Uh, it, you don't see anything happen. The way you worded that worries me. I'm going to uh, attune myself with my familiar to see if, if seeing through his eyes, I, I feel anything different. Okay. Uh, you do not. Okay. Well, guess it only works on humans then. Inconsequential. It's either a, a an effect that we cannot see, or it doesn't work on animals. All right, I'll put the ring back in the box. Uh, the the man from the tent says, "Have any of you ever encountered magic rings before in any way, or any magically worn item?" Yes, I assume it would need to be attuned. That's what I'm thinking. It's probably not going to work on your familiar. Well, what should we do now? And um, for the record, you had said before, like, um, I asked, I asked the man with holding the box. You're holding the box. I didn't correct you at the time, but you have the box. He's giving you the box and the ring. Yeah, I know. And I said, uh, I'll be, uh, okay. And, and once we uh, took the the ring off the ferret, I was like, I put it back inside the box that I'm holding. Beautiful. I left out uh, I'm holding because I thought that was implied. Gotcha. Well, we have a choice here. We can either just pick basically a random one of us who's game to attune themselves, or, or we can try to find out more about it so we, we can be a little more strategic about choosing who gets it. Not much use in giving a ring of strength to a rogue, or myself, admittedly. Do you still have that pearl? I do. There's that idea. What's going on with the pearl? I'll let him tell you or not tell you. Um, if there's anything special about this pearl, you did not really make it clear to me. You just said it was a really nice pearl. You can use the the pearl allows you to use your identify spell. Oh. Oh. Well, let's use the pearl. Oh yeah. Pearl. Okay. That does make sense. <laughs> well, I'm done. Sure. Yeah. I I can use identify. As a ritual, I presume. Yes. Okay, so you recognize this as a ring of protection, which, um, in out-of-game terms, um, gives you a plus one bonus to your AC and all your saving throws to any um, person who attunes to it and dons it. Hmm. Okay, obviously, in-game, he's just going to say that he recognizes it as uh, being enchanted with protection magic, uh, and... We'll have to figure out who is the person who makes the most sense to wield that. One of us who are weaker and therefore need more protection, or one of you who are more likely to run into the fray. It's the quandary. I, uh, my vote's for the strong boy. Or girl. I'd be able to use it, too. Because, um, the axe. Yes, uh, Cogliostro and the dragon are usually the first to enter any fight. Which of them do you suppose would be the best candidate for that? Dribble probably makes more sense because he doesn't have any ranged attacks that I'm aware of. Yeah. Aside I, from his breath. I'm I'm with that. That's yeah. true. Let's give it to Dribble. And he's like gone down in almost every fight you have. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Dribble, do you want this ring? Do you want to take the time to attune yourself to it so that it will give you protection? With this ring, do we wed? And um if you look in the journal, the first item is, what the fuck is attunement? 
Okay. Yes, yes. Basically, you gotta, like, hang out for a while and get some cool vibes. Yeah. You hang out with the caterpillar and smoke the fucking hookah and become one with the... Uh, so, the red-hooded, cloaked man says, Well, um, I must be off to my, uh, other things. <laughs> kind of chuckles. Would you like to accompany us to Tribor Trail, or do you have something else that you need to work on? No, I have um, other things I need to adjust. Uh, they say creatures like Agatha will only speak to one person a day at most, so um, I'll give you guys a day's head start before I head there. I wouldn't want to um, waste my time, if you know what I mean. That is sensible. I feel like John is not role-playing at all. He's just being himself. No, no, I am. I know. I'm basically playing my character as, as if he's on the spectrum somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, thanks again for taking care of those blasted orcs. Um, you guys, uh, safe journey, and it's, again, it's over in this direction, and he points to the northwest. Good day. In case we meet again, would you mind giving us your name? Certainly. Uh, my name is Hamoon. What's his name? Hamoon. Can you say it again? You keep cutting out. Hamoon. Hamoon. You guys on push to talk? I am, but I'm pushing to talk three seconds before I talk and holding it for three seconds after. Yeah, I'm hearing everything yeah, yeah, you're saying yeah. all the way through. Yeah. For some reason, I keep getting like... Um, your guys' voice is cut off right at the end. Weird. For most sentences, I get, like, most of the sentence and then not the last word. And he says, good day. Good day. And he sticks his head back out of his tent door and he says, and uh, uh, leave my servants alone, please. Goes, I have no reason to pick a fight with the undead. He's already back in his tent. Hmm. Okay, anything else you guys want to do here? Well, we got this uh, ring of protection, and I don't think there's any more points of interest around here. What time of day is it? Let me look at the map again. Um, midday? Uh, approximately one. Alright, would we like to stop here and uh, have lunch and allow uh, Dribble to attune himself to that ring before we continue on with our journey? Sure. Because I used my... When I saw the zombies, I got ready for battle to fight evil. Yeah, you would get your spell slot back if, because uh, attuning to a magic item takes a, a a short rest. So essentially, you'd be performing a short rest and getting all your slots back. I'm in favor of taking a short rest. Then. Right. We'll use the uh, restroom. I'm updating the game notes again. Okay. Um, we will remind or we will inform Mike when he returns. But for God, that's disgusting. Um, everybody gets 200 XP. No, 200 XP divided. Sorry. Ooh, I'm almost gonna level you up again. Um, 200 XP divided. So how many of the, the you are there? Five. Incidentally, zombie meat would make you very very sick, even if you were a dragon. Yeah, we'll go with not giving Dawn XP, so everybody can get 50. Yeah, fuck that bitch. Fuck that. Abandoner. Right? Ben. So what are we at? 
We should be at 1,040 now. 1,040, right? Yep, 1,040. Dribble, are you looking at your character sheet? I'm going to try to connect on and see if um, if the connection is I'm going to put the ring of protection on your character sheet, and it should increase your armor class and your saving throws all by one. It did. It went by two. Because I accidentally gave him two. Look at that. Nobody make noise at the same time that Justin is, because every time you do, it causes a horrible, horrible noise. Work? Yeah, it's in your equipment. So now your saving throws all went up by one, and your armor class went up by one. So it's just a little bit harder to hit you now. And your saving throws are bonus. Oh, let's do a little housekeeping here, Dribble. I notice you only have two skills that you're proficient in. Athletics and survival, those two you get from your background. They did when I put the ring on you. So you need to pick um, more skills that you're proficient in from your fighter list. I'll give you that list real quick. This will only take a, a, a minute for me to give them to me. He could just... So Dribble, pick two of those that you don't already have and check the boxes next to them. Just two. And those and those skills you get to add your proficiency bonus, and that'll automatically happen once you check the box. Okay, <clears throat> so short rest. Short rest. Why am I having an echo now of my own self when I talk? That's better. Um, you guys did a short rest. Rest. It's very okay. And it's up to you guys what you do now. If no one has any uh, opposition, I'd say let's return to Tribor Trail. Okie dokie. Okay, so you guys make your way through the um, the mountains, the hills, and you get through them in about three hours. Four. So it's um late now. Can we figure out what's going on with this audio? Yeah, who's doing the beeping? Well, I hear it when I'm talking. Sometimes though. Alright, I will um, push through. So you um, travel through the hills and you make your way down out of the hills back down into the little valley. Um, and instead of finding like an open path, you uh, find yourselves in a ruined town. Um, anybody interested? can give me a history check to see if they know anything of this town. I'm probably pretty good at that. Let me check. Okay. Yeah, I'm awesome at it. Not bad. Okay, so you know that this is um, Connie Berry, which is C-O-N-Y, Berry, and it has been um, in ruins for a number of years. And here's a little um, flavor text, as they say. The forest grows dark and still... And still, as the trail wide, hold on, I'm trying to change your maps while I'm reading at the same time, and I can't scratch my head and rub my stomach at the same time. The forest grows dark and still as the trail winds deeper into the trees. Heavy vines and thick layers of moss drape the branches, and the air is noticeably colder than it was in the ruined village, or be before you got to the village. Well, friends, I happen to know from... Studying maps of the local area, this is Conaberry, which is a 
considered to be a bit of a ghost, though judging by the feeling of cold and desolation I feel when we reach it, I'm wondering if it might actually be a ghost town. Ooh, ghost town. Does everybody else want to go down to the town of ghosts? I mean, I don't know that for sure. Just saying, you know, apparitions often bring with them cold and this general feeling of unease that I believe we're all currently well, that's your currently feeling. Uh, I do remember I am a drow. And, like, ghosts and shit kind of get my uh, nipples going. Yes, this probably feels like home to you, but above ground. Yeah, above ground and everybody's wearing clothes. So you guys are currently heading um, in a northern direction. So we'll um, pretend like... Basically pretend that the map is vertical rather than horizontal. That's north. Got it. And through a set of trees to the left, uh, you see a human-type figure walking uh, out from the trees into the uh, ruined town. There is a man there. Zach? Hello. So you see a furball who uh, looks pretty stout. He's uh, got a beard because he's been trying. He's got, like, longish, bushy hair like coming off his shoulder. Looks a bit tattered, but tries to take care of himself. He looks pretty buff and stuff, and he's got a, a shield, a warhammer, and a uh, a chain around his neck. And a single gauntlet. Not everybody at once. Uh, I'm looking through my notebooks. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. How do you do, kind furbolg? What are you doing traveling on this road? Oh, hello there. I, uh, I'm just traveling. Do you know much of this place? I just got here recently. Have you seen any g- 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 ghosts? <laughs> so not, as, not as of yet. We noticed as we approached that there is an eerie cold surrounding this uh, abandoned tent. What do you mean eerie? Yes. This feels very comfortable. The drow is comfortable. It's like being in my own crypt. Yes, I felt it myself as well. Feels like there's something dark in these lands. Well, we're on our way to Agatha's Lair, which is uh, over uh, on the northwest side of Tribor Trail. Um, but we were thinking of stopping on our way through this town uh, because of basically curiosity. I see. I, don't, I haven't heard of this Agatha, but uh, I've come this way because I've heard of, uh, you know, troubles in the area. Troubles in the area? What kind of troubles? Are you on a mission? I've heard about undead lurking about and things of that nature. So you're not a fan of the undead? To to the extent that they're not messing with the living. You guys are seeing my uh, classic epic battle map, correct? Yep. Okay. I won't do it for as long as it lasts. Yeah, trouble. You all mind if I tag along to see uh, what the possible route of this, uh, what these troubles are in the What do you have that you can offer us? Uh, we're, not, we're not in a position to be uh, having somebody that's weak dragging us down right now. Well, I can keep you from dying or becoming the undead for some time. I find yeah. that that is a very useful skill for people to have. Sounds fantastic, sir. What's your, what's your name? My name's Baylor. Or do, do we do we say and, our names too? Usually, you are. You are. Do that. My name is Kozliostro. I am the leader of this group, this fair fellowship. 
These are my comrades. And then I introduce everybody. And this and is the like one of those. One. I do one of those like handshakes, you know, like the cool handshakes where they don't like actually shake hands, but they grab each other's forearm. I do that with yeah. Taylor. Nice. That shit's dope. That's a total warrior move. That's what's up. I do one of those with them, and I say, "Welcome." From now on, you are one of our brothers. Well, Matt, I appreciate that. I will consider you the same. And I say, to the north, comrade, to the north. And then we all cheer. Yeah! I'm not, I'm not going to try. No, we all cheer. Even you. Okay, so do you guys want to continue searching for uh, Agatha's lair? Yeah. I'm going to ask... Kogliostra, you mind if I stay in the front? I, uh, I like getting in the fray. Not at all. Be my guest. The fray is all yours. Also, if you do end up betraying us, if we are behind you, we're technically in a more strategic position. <laughs> it's a very Corbin response. I love it. He, like, says the shit you're not supposed to say out loud. I apologize. Your looks tell me that that was an awkward thing to say out loud. All right. Who's, um... Leading up the um, navigation effort. So who's navigating? Sure, sure. I would think that um, Corvin would have some sort of a, a compass since he's the nerd. He seems like he'd be good at something like. Well, I've I've seen, uh, like I said, maps of this area, so I guess I can kind of give you a general idea of how the city is laid out, at least from what I recall. Right. Give me a survival check. Oh shit. Wah, wah. To be honest, I don't remember the maps very well. I mostly paid attention to the text describing the area. What did the text say? Basically that this town has been uh, abandoned for quite a long time and in ruins. There was no discussion or uh, description in the text I read about there being any kind of a feeling of tangible ill will or cold, but we are now experiencing that. So I'll have to add that to my notes. I'll draw a map as we walk through it. How's that? I think that would be a great, great idea. So do you all know where you're going? We know which direction we're going in, and we do know that the town is laid out in front of us. Beyond that, no. Okay, then. I like a good hunt. All right, so I guess we're just... Continuing northernly uh, on this path. Okay, so you guys round a corner, and you hear um, some snarling and wolfing. Wolfing. I don't, that's hard to say. And um, some yipping. And charging towards you are four dwarves um, with goblins mounted. Oh God, uh, Dawn, talk to them like you did last time. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna have Dawn. I'm gonna have Dawn try to try to say something to the wards. So, hey, hey Furbolg, do you have dark vision? I do not. Okay. Uh, wards are actually large creatures. So there are wards with goblins riding them. Uh, the two in the front have swords out, and the two in the back have, and they begin attacking. Oh wow! So uh, they're just gonna roll on in. Okay. So this is what I'm gonna do. Since they're mounted, I'm gonna give the goblin and the the, the wart and its goblin the same turn, but they'll get the actions of each. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah, whatever you gotta do, to DM it, man. Very um, 
diplomatic, not diplomatic, democratic with my view. Everybody click on your token, then click on your initiative. We're doing this thing. Done and done. Me and Mike yeah, are the heroes. Right. not fucking going. We're the teachers of that. Teachers of that. There you go, you got 20. Oh, so you get the six, actually. Alright, so far only Dribble has gotten a decent initiative. That second one was for Don. Or that last one. Well, look who's the MVP. Fuck. The enemies were terrible, too. Corbin, what's your, um, dexterity bonus? It is two. Ah, so you leave these sevens. I believe Lorian's gonna go before Cogliostro. Sorry, what? I said he better, otherwise he's fired as rogue. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Don, what's Don doing? He's going to try to communicate with the wards and ask them uh, try to talk to them. He's going to have Don say, Please, mighty wards, we're just adventurers trying to avenge the spirit of my peoples. And we've already saved some of your peoples, and we really don't want any trouble. I made my suggestion before I knew they were going to attack us, so I'll be honest, I'm not overjoyed at her uh, success. Well, maybe she might be able to like, get them to turn on their master. Sure. Because you an animal handling role. You better nail it. I went in and leveled her up so she's not at a gigantic disadvantage. In the fight. Maybe I shouldn't have, so she'll die and we don't have to roleplay her. Oh, wow! Oh, she nailed it! Yeah! Ah, what did I fucking say? This is just like that bear trap, man. You guys doubt me, but I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Just, just blow on the fingers and tips you got there. So the wargs actually stop running, and they, like, look confused. They do that thing like a dog does where they, like, drop their ass to the ground, like a, in a sit position. And they look at you and they like cock their head from side to side. Anything else? Uh, so are they on our side now or? No, I mean, they don't outright like outrightly say, hey, guy, I'm on your side now. You just see their, their body motions and reaction to your effort. It would appear that they are caught between their loyalty to their masters and the uh, charismatic nature of our friends. But they've stopped running at us, so, I mean, net winning. Yeah. So that would have used one of her spell slots. Okay. For... Uh, is it Shalili or something like that? A, um, a bonus action? It is. Yeah, I'm going to cast that on my club, or on her club, or whatever she has. A quarterstaff? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Okay, Mr. Dribble? Uh, they don't look... At this moment, like they are in combat posture. I feel like if we murder their riders, that would probably queer the relationship a little bit. But also, I'm not sure of any other option. Can anybody speak goblin Actually, let me double check. It's actually called Goblesian. I don't, I don't know. It's an old wooden ship. Ah, uh, I'm sorry. The only thing I can speak is common, elvish, and, uh, hold on. Undercommon? Uh, common, elvish, and short uh, short swords. 
Oh shit, dog! You, you speak Elvish? Yeah. We can we can have like our own secret conversations away from the group. Oh yeah, that hit definitely hits him. I should have paid a lot more attention to uh, Lord of the Rings then. Yeah, so that hits him right in uh left um pectoral area. You know what? I wonder. So yeah, you have forty feet of movement now, don't you? Yep. Right, are you done? All right. Um, so it's actually that one's turn. I bet he's mad. Uh, what's Dawn's spell save DC? Twelve. Yeah. So he rolled I'm an eleven. That I'm checking. Roll twenty is always just super slow for me for some reason. Um. Yeah. So the the warg is still like confused, and the goblin is like. Um, yelling at the warg in in goblin language, get up, you lazy bastard! <laughs> For anybody who knows goblin, I don't think we have any. For the rest of us, it's probably just like chirps and grunts, mm -hmm. clicks and clack. Yeah, it's no. um, it's twelve. Thank you. Um, no, dribble. That's not an attack on you. That was him trying to shake off the uh, influence of that charismatic. Attempt by dawn to quell these beasts. Yeah, so the goblin spends his turn trying to get this warg to get the hell up and um, you know, obey his. And it's now Corbin's turn. Well, shit. I'll be honest. I, I'm not really prepared for a combat situation in which non-combatants are being ridden by combatants. So let me uh, rejigger my strat. Do it. You can mentally edit out any swearing. Your choice, bro. I was gonna say that sounds like an imp hipster. Um, okay, so I can't really think of anything else that I could possibly do. So uh shit, I guess I'll uh I'm going to create further confusion because for now that seems to be working for us. And I'm going to cast fog cloud around them. Okay. Can you bloop be bloop that for me? I guess I can't. There it is. 20 foot radius sphere. Oh, that's Because I now have more than one spell slot level. When I went to click on it, it opened up a separate window that I couldn't see that said cast at what level. Yeah, just standard fog cloud is fine. I ain't trying to waste no fucking level two on that does the level two even do anything? Oh yeah, it increases the size. I don't need that. Cool. So now that I've pressed the right thing, it did it like eight times. Enjoy that. Good luck, everybody else. Does that look about right, like that? Yep. Yep. Can you turn down the opacity? I will try to, but I mean that wouldn't be realistic, right? Because you guys can't see into it just like they can't see out of it. Oh, I guess that's true. Hey, so I'll be honest with you guys, that was kind of a panic cast. Uh, do you want to just, like, leave? Huh. I mean, could we? It's it's a, always a viable option. You could always Scooby-Doo it out of there. I've, that, or I've... just fire arrows and, and fire spells randomly into it. But, you know. Because they're right the animals. They're pretty cool. What do you guys think? Should we run away, or do you guys want to stick in for the fight? I think we should free these animals from their masters. Yeah, we need to liberate them. Oh, damn it, he's a furball. Now we just have two dawns. Hey, I'm all for anything that puts more corpses on the ground. That's all I care about. 
So we're gonna fight these uh the beasts and then let the people go? Or was it we're we're fighting the people and letting the beast go? Fighting the people and letting the I mean, neither of them could really be classified as people. I wanna check yourself. Your racism is showing. <laughs> is that is that prejudice against goblins? I don't I don't I mean is anything really prejudice against goblins? That's kind of where I'm coming from. They're they're sort of they're like little little gutter trash people. Like I know, like, way back when, like, racism was like, oh, we're the most genetically superior of the bunch. But we're talking about actual goblins in this case. Yeah, I mean, they do eat people, other sentient life, so... They're just a little bit more intelligent than rats. That's a very, very good description. Alright, I'll show them like rats, then. The fact that they can speak almost seems like a joke. Do they really speak, though, like anything, like, worth hearing... All they just say is, like, meat, blood, and guts. It's, like, slightly better than Mel's, Mel's language. Yeah. Tainoe. All right, well, uh, that was my turn. I I, uh, I, caught, I made that fog cloud, and then I said that thing to everyone to start a, a dialogue. And now I guess it's the goblin's turn. Hey, guys, I'm really happy that we had this uh, in-depth conversation about racial politics in the middle of this battle. I just want to say... Did we lose a turn? Then it wasn't that. It, it wasn't that bad. What, what do you mean we lose a turn? What are you saying? We had a long conversation. Oh, gotcha. And what I was saying was like, did we lose a turn though? It was like, no. It wasn't like, well, then did was it really time wasted? I also got a little bit out of it. Oh, dude, are you rolling random directions? Because that's the best. Got you. Awesome. That's not what I wanted to do. Nailed it. I'm gonna pee. Thank you. That's okay, Corbin. I mean, not Corbin. Uh, Rory, you cannot see beyond that circle, that sphere. You can't see through it, oh, under it, around. I mean, you can see beyond its borders, vertically and horizontally. Oh. Mike. Yes. Been talking to you. I'm sorry, I uh, didn't hear you. What's up? Florian. Um, so you can see. This big, huge fog cloud now. Uh -huh. uh, you cannot see through it, past it. Uh, you can see over it and around it. All right. It's your turn. What would you like to do? It's my turn. Yep. Oh, fuck. Oh, that mean. Uh, sorry, not that one. Not that one. No, I was uh, collapsing it. I thought I could get closer. All right, let's try this out. That one I intended to press. Interesting. Let me look at that. Zach, don't you have to see the creatures to cast sleep on them? It is I don't a, believe so. It is at a point of space and 20 feet around that point of space of my choosing. It is not a target. It is a... You don't even have to see that space. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. And it starts with a creature with the lowest hit point. Yep. Okay, so 24 times. Sorry for the uh, long pee break there. My pee break. <laughs> It's okay. Okay. My fog cloud. It's still there. I just turned it on the GM's layer so I could do things. Oh. So do I have to pick out of the view that I can see now, or? No, you don't pick. I um, I assign them according to hit point um possession. Alright. What the hell did you do? Two skills? <laughs> no, I clicked one on accident. The first one was on accident. The second one was intended. So make sure you mark down that spell slot you've used. Alright. 
I guess that would be it for you. Unless you can do anything else. So because you can't see in there, you have no idea what if, happened. If it worked or not. Okay. Copy that. All right, and that's my turn. Cogliostro, it's your turn. So none of them are out of the fog. That you know of. It certainly hasn't come out of the side you can see. Okay, so I'm going to cast um, my mage armor. Okay. And nobody's been hurt. Can I just, like, cast Eldritch Blast into the fucking fog and hope it hits No, because you cast Mage Armor, which takes an action. That's a good point. Okay, well then, I guess I guess that's fine. Okay, so your armor class is now 14. You're a warlock. Uh, you don't have any armor. You should have leather armor. Yeah, I thought I had leather armor. I thought we talked about this. You do now. So your your base armor class is 12. And then um, when you have mage armor, that's 13 plus deck. So that's four, 14 instead of 12. Sweet. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Baylor, it's your turn. This is super interesting. I like this. Uh, I apologize for having created basically an unworkable situation. He's going to speak to the uh, wargs okay. and be like, okay, you've got the right idea. We'll take care of your masters and you're free to go. And then he's going to hold uh, an attack if a goblin comes out. That's it. Okay. Don? Um, so I'm going to try to give, try to have her persuade the wargs to uh, turn on their masters. Okay. How are you going to do that? I'm going to say, hey, you cute, adorable warg thing. We are, we have a noble cause, and we appreciate you not fighting us, but my girlfriend's staring at me. It's kind of weird. Uh, I you broke up with her. No, she just, she's just too busy to, to play D&D. I, I thought you said bros before, I thought you said bros before hoes. Oh yeah, sorry. She's softer than you guys are. Well, I... Sincerely doubt that. I'm very fluffy. I haven't exercised in years, bro. Yeah, I'm like a sponge. Girls smell better than you guys, though. Ooh, I got that uh, uh, Old Spice with lavender deodorant. Fuck you, I smell like citrus and grapefruits. She smells like urine and... No. Fuck! <laughs> rabies, rabies. I can't beat that raccoon scent. Like That's probably what Dom smells like. Yeah, Dom smells like... Pine cones and rabies. And raccoon fights. So, Don is going to say, uh, noble forest wolf thing. We respect you for not trying to hurt us, but we need your help, and we promise to free you from these masters that are hurting you and disrespecting you, and uh, we are better than them. Like, totally better. Hella better. Alright, I don't mean to, like, pocket DM here, but, oh, there. Do you know how to do that? I'm figuring it out right now because I've never used the way, the uh, typing way of rolling. No, watch. Go to your go to your character sheet. Oh, you're right. I forgot. See what I did there? Do you see me doing that? I don't. I don't see it. Right under your name, it says public, and then two GM. Oh, okay. Yes. So if you do two GM and then do. Got it. I knew you could do it. I just never done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. You suck. I know. 
So it's not sleeping gas. It's 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 just a cloud that obscures vision. Basically, that's what it is. The sleep thing was a, a thing that uh, Lorraine did after I put up the cloud. Okay, so Don, were you um, using your speak with animals? To didn't she already have that because it lasts for like a while? 10 minutes. I was just saying, was that her mode of communication still? Just wanted to make sure. Uh, yes, Dribble. It, uh, in fact, the spell specifically refers to the area as being heavily obscured. Yes. I have no way of, of making it like specific to specific groups. It just, it just blocks everybody's. Sorry, pretend like I didn't type an H. Okay. So that's uh, Dribble's go now. So yes, to answer your question, Dribble, despite the fact that you are my ally, you also cannot see through the cloud. You're not in the general direction. Maybe if you have like a super high perception, you might be able to hear them or smell them or something, depending on your physiology. Yeah, and they might have moved since the cloud was enacted or enabled. You, you wouldn't know. Oh God! All right, what are you doing? Okay. Oh wow, you're wading in before you do that. Shit. Okay. You know, you guys, I've long held this opinion about the world that the only thing that matters about anything is how metal that thing is. <laughs> and by that criteria, for sure, Dribble is the best member of our party. Nice. All right, so roll your damage dice. It's 2d6. Oh, that was a perfect average if I've ever seen one. Okay. All right, Corbett. That fog cloud sure is making this take a lot longer. Yeah, so speaking of that. That's the idea, I guess. Uh, so now that, that I have heard sounds of absolute fucking... Anarchy coming out of that cloud for how long is around like 25 seconds? Ten. I'm going to uh, six. I thought that was each individual turn. Nope. Around is six seconds. And each turn is all at the same time within those six seconds. Okay. All right. So now that I've heard a bunch of noises of nonsense happening, I'm going to announce to my my party. Prepare yourselves for chaos. I'm dropping the cloud. Here we stop concentrating. Okay, so here's what you see. You now see two of the wargs have collided head to head um, and are like locked up like two bull elks fighting for a, a cow. Uh, two of the other um, wargs have run away. And all of the goblins are either are in some form or unconscious, except this one. He's and he's yelling at his mount, turn around, and goblin. I'll be honest, you guys, I feel pretty good about what I've done today. <laughs> all right, now this one is in fact going to do that and turn. And the goblin will fire at Dribble. You are the 13 to hit. That obviously doesn't hit. Uh, but the warg will run in and attack you as well. Ooh, that's an 18 to hit. That's also a miss, right? Yes, it is. Yep, thank you. Dang, we tanked that guy up real quick. 
Yeah. All right, now this, uh, this warg here is going to try to disengage from his entanglement with his uh, breath. And he does so, but that did take his action. He's going to move forward. And the goblin is going to uh, pull a dagger off of his hip and throw it at Balar. Hey, I thought you said they were unconscious. You're right, as you were. Shit, sorry about that. Yeah, that was a lot to deal with. Sorry. Sure. Uh, uh, Lorian. That's Mike. Yes. It's your go. Oh, it's my turn? Alright. Uh, I'll take out uh, the archer goblin on the bottom front. Okay. The only one who is not unconscious? The only one that's not unconscious. The only one that poses a threat to anybody and anything. And the only one that's uh, going to catch a fresh deposit of these arrows. I bet he's not. Yeah, nope. Yeah, I, I bet you're going to miss him. Shit. Hmm. Well, I go back. I'll I'll get off the road and start hiding. Okay. Yeah, it's not really even a road. It's more of a uh, trail. Okay. Oh my God! Split more hairs. Well, I was going to say be more like that, but I'm not going to do that at the last minute in the fight because I just thought. All right, Kogriostro, what are you doing, bud? So there's only one left. No, uh, no, no. All right. There's only one that. Not, or there's only one that's conscious, right? There's only one goblin that's conscious. Okay, so I'm gonna cast Eldritch Blast. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that misses. <laughs> okay, yeah, you hit him in the fucking forehead. Uh, that fucking blasts his face. He's got this big old like smooshed impact crater on his on his fucking. Anything else? Um, I think that's it. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh. It's a little weird there, but... So this one's going to move through um, the other. And attack Dribble, the, the war is. Ooh, do you guys see that roll? Pretty good roll. Yeah, that's a 22 to hit. And uh, Dribble, you need to make a strength saving throw. Shouldn't be too hard for you. A bonus to your saving throws and strength being your one of your best, if not your best. Oh uh, yeah, that's a fail. Uh, so you fall over. He knocks you down as he bites you, and um, you are now prone. You guys, I don't think that these wargs are as much our friends as those wolves. Okay, uh, Balar. Oh no, I didn't do the damage. Sorry. Uh, 15 damage. Fuck me. Wow. Well, that's max. I was going to say, are these fucking wargs' teeth enchanted? Uh, that's 2d6 plus 3, and you rolled 6 and a 6. Alright, uh, oh, I skipped, uh, Baylar somehow in the turn order. Baylar, what you... you do any sort of, um, strength? No. Okay. I'm going to go there. I'm going to tell the, uh, wargs. Leave while we still let. I'm gonna cast um spiritual. I have a sword ready. Yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna cast it like over here. I'm sorry. Show me again. Over here. So that was a bonus action. Uh, yeah, that's a crit. Are you hitting the goblin? I'm hitting the goblin. Okay. I guess it would have been a crit anyways, right? 
Yeah. Oh, he's fucking dead. And then I'm gonna um I'm gonna attack the uh the goblin on this warbird. Okay. Thirteen. Nope. Thirteen does not hit. Oh, okay. Really? Tough goblin. Standard. Oh, because they're small. Yeah. And they have good decks. Shit hit points. Decent uh, AC for their um, challenge. Okay, back to the top. Unless you had something else you were doing. I'm sorry. Nope, that's it. Alright, Dawn? Uh, so, seems like she always throws that javelin the first thing I'm going to have. Yeah, she's pretty into that javelin. Yeah. She should maybe uh, invest in some more. Okay. Hey, she should buy more javelins, because I don't know why she only has one. Yeah. Have you ever thrown a javelin? It's a fair point, too. Uh, yeah, that doesn't hit anything. It just, like, falls on the ground right here. You ever, seen, you ever seen Steve on American Dad throw? No. That's clever. Uh, he goes. <laughs> when you throw a, when you roll a three. Right. So there's your javelin. I think that's it. All right, dribble. I'm going to reassure her that's still better than I would have thrown it. Very W, Corbin. Uh, use half your speed to stand up. Which I feel like is kind of broken, because, like, if you're a monk with 60 speed, why does it cost you 30 speed to get up when it costs a normal person 15? But I think it still takes the same amount of time. Right. Uh, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That can't be true. Yeah. Honestly, they probably do that cool thing where they, like, you know, leap up onto their feet using their ass. <laughs> so dope. You can hit one. Um, Which one? That's actually a good question. Oh, I see. Okay. But which which one? There's three sets. But the fucking warg is on our side. Mother. Uh, it just bit the fuck out of him. I don't think they're on our side anymore, bro. It literally tackled him to the ground and bit the shit out of him. My understanding I mean, is that he's, I believe he's using his sweeping attack to hit both of the actual characters that are contained within one space. Right. He wants to hit the goblin and the ward that is marked purple. Okay, so who's your primary target and who's your swept target? Because it actually kind of matters. Okay. So, yeah, go ahead and roll an attack with whichever weapon you're using. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah, that hits uh, hits both of them. So do your normal attack. That's six on the goblin. And then roll a d8. And that'll be the damage for the war. Cow. Wait, what? No, he rolled the seven, and then he rolled the one. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. Also, the, that... um. First hit for the goblin, it would crit since he's unconscious. Oh, then he would die. Yeah. It's okay. Gotcha. Okay, so this warg over here, he's going to turn around and see what the fuck's going on and run in. Oh, shit. Well, he can't get there all the way. Okay. Uh, this is to regain hit points. Yeah, go for it. Roll your d10 plus uh, three. You guys are level three now. Hey, not bad. Fucking nice. You're almost back up to max, bro. Alright, Corbeezy. Also, I feel like I'm leaning really heavy on bruh tonight. I need to move away from it. 
Did you drink a monster this morning? Bruh. <laughs> no. Just a bang energy. Oh, no, it's even worse. It has creatine in it. So when you answer the phone, do you answer it like uh, like you're just opening up your YouTube channel? Hey, guys. No, no but when I when I get off the phone, I peace. <laughs> hey, guys. Hit oh, that yeah. like and slam that subscribe button. If you like it, give it a thumbs up. If you don't like it, give it a thumbs up. All right, so Corbin, what you doing, bud? I've been very excited about trying this for a long time. That's what she said. Hey. Hey-o. Hey-o. Hi-yow. Ooh, I like that. Like what? You'll see. Oh, no. I am... Go ahead. I'm going to uh, cast for the first time Cloud of Daggers. Where? Or on which it's a cube five feet on each side, which basically means a space, from what I can tell. Correct. Right there on this warg slash only awake goblin. Why would you ask me if I'm doing it at first or second level? It's only a second level. Get your shit together, roll 20. And you best believe it. Concentrate on that bitch. I can keep it going for up to a minute, which will probably finish this battle. I think that about does it. We have so much. It says five feet on each side. Yes, a cube five feet on each side, which would be a space. Is it on each side of the target or each side of a, a point? On each side of a point. You fill yeah. like spinning daggers in a cube five feet on each side centered on a point you choose. Oh, see, I thought it was a target. Sorry. Yeah, so literally... Literally just a five foot cube, and I'm centering it on on that warg's face and and uh, goblin rider. Shit! What was uh, Dribble's initiative? Sixteen. I think it was twelve, because he went after Don. Don was fifteen. I want to say he was like twelve. Yeah, it was twelve. So I guess that's better. What is it? You get the idea. Uh, do they take damage immediately? They take damage when they first enter the area, which I'm assuming would mean yeah now, and also if they start their turn in the area. Okay, okay so what's the damage? Uh, it is 11 slashing based on my roll. Oh, shizen. Okay. okay. It's 44. Okay, so that goblin gets sliced up to death, and then the ward takes a shitload of stabs too. Are you finished? Yes, sir. Okay, uh, Cogliostro, you're up. Okay, so I'm going to cast my armor of Adesis or whatever, right? And I'm going to, like, pull out my scythe and start running into battle, but I'm going to do one of those, like, you know, like, lift up my arm. Okay. Like a Braveheart scream? I'm thinking higher pitched. Like, <laughs> like, like, like Chris's actual war cry? Yeah, my, my high school war cry that I used to do. Okay, you can't make it all the way to the enemy. So no, every, every square is like right here? Right. Okay, and that's it. Okay. Lorian, what would you like to do? Hmm. Well, I'll take the archer in the front. Is, uh, is, that, is that guy still alive? Nope, it's dead. Oh, so which ones are the alive grob- uh, goblins? No, all no, the no. goblins are dead. They're all dead? Yep. Oh, okay. Now it's just wargs, and they don't appear to be being pals anymore. Are we? We're not friends with them anymore. 
What the heck? What the gosh darn happened there? I guess, like, Lisa told them that we slept with their boyfriend. Oh, Dragon's breath. No. No, um, I'll tell you what happened. She used speak with animals on them, and they're not animals. So it didn't apply to them, though it had an effect. <laughs> what the fuck? Why is this thing trying to talk to us? Uh, but that was about it. Wait, dwarves aren't animals? Correct, they're monstrosities. Well, I did an animal handle. I know, because you are you were attempting to handle what you thought was an animal. I mean, it fucking worked. Like, we can't really be too buttered about it. Yeah, but still, I'm buttered. <laughs> Alright, I'll shoot the, the warg in the front then, since we're not going to be buddies with them anymore. Give me a second. Okay. Nope. No. And I stay hiding. Beautiful. Alright, so this warg here... Boop, 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 is going to bite at Drew. 12 to hit. That's a miss. And Baylor, you're up. He's smart to your tricks now, warg. I'm going to move this uh, spiritual weapon over. Okay. Uh, this is your only warning. Get out now. And I'm going to... You're gonna do what after you say that? And I'm gonna swing on it, bitch ass. Uh, yeah, that hits. They both hit, obviously. Well, that's rough. Wow. So that's 21. No, 18. 18. You're right. That was bad math. Uh, this ward looks fucking wrecked, but not. Alright, I'm done. Done! Or should we just order now? I was gonna say it is 957, or nope, 958. Is Don going or? No, I think we'll uh, stop here at the top of the order and make it a little easier to manage when we return. Oh, well, okie dokie then. Bye guys, thanks. Good night, sweet pea. Good night. We love you. Good dreams. Excellent. You're in our hearts. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Just I feel like you're the only person who can pro properly appreciate this. Uh, I've been drinking a Crowler from my local brewery. Oh, nice. And uh, I just noticed halfway through it that because I got a beer that's called a Flat Cap Porter, they drew a little picture next to the name of a guy wearing a flat cap. Oh, that's nice. It's nice. adorable. That's, that's stupid cute. Uh, there's, this, uh, there's this girl over at the uh, Crowler guys that uh, sometimes you put a smiley face in my crawlers. Yeah, it's getting pretty nice. serious. Are you going to have to tell your wife then? She does right in front of my wife. Wife's cool with it. Wife's cool with it. Damn, dude. Ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No one draws a smiley face in my fucking crawlers. No one even knows my name. Good night, Dribble. <laughs> I fell asleep. Oh my god, he did. Fuck. Who did? Fucking Spencer did. He's a weirdo. That's awesome. We lulled him to sleep with our combat. You know what's funny? Two weeks ago, he was like, you can't play D&D unless you can do it till 3 a.m. And here we are at 10 p.m. <laughs> and he's just passed out. Zonked. And it's weird to be hearing somebody snoring during the game that's not Mike. Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh... Like, I'm always half prepared to be like, I might fall asleep this round. I might fall asleep this round. Don't don't take it personally. It's just I I sometimes fall asleep if it's like past like nine o'clock. 
because you're old. Yeah. Yeah, you're old, you wake up at like 4 a.m. and you drink a lot of whiskey. I do drink a lot of whiskey, though. That's a combination. Yeah. Like, uh, actually, I stepped like midnight last night. Uh, I drank like half a bottle of uh, some good bourbon. And I was watching uh, No Reservation on Hulu. And I had to put myself to sleep. Like, I was just sitting there just, just chugging along going, I should probably go to bed because I'm starting to get pretty fucking drunk. <laughs> I looked at the bottle. It was halfway through. I was going, ooh, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's more than I should do right now. Yeah. I was like, that, that's, that's, that's a $40 bottle of whiskey, Mike. You don't need to be drinking that, that much of that. At that point, you, just, you tuck your hat down over your eyes, you fold your arms, and you say, sorry tomorrow, Mike. <laughs> Eat a dick. So, um, I have a very uninteresting story. Oh, man, I'm riveted. Already. Hold on, let me close my Facebook tab. All right, go. So, um, as we're all aware, 